for late. Back to the time, I have a Good constant reminder. Good evening. Hope you're all doing well. Sorry for the change in schedule. We're learning Maseches, Ksubis, Dap, Yud, Tes. And we are a third of the way down in Yud, Tes, Medalev. We're picking up with a comment that we learned yesterday that we're going to analyze now. The Gemara says, Gufa, Amar of Huna, Amar Rav, that once there is an admittance that a person signed a particular star, we don't care about what else comes out of his mouth in regards to qualifications. I meant it, I did, we don't want to wait, we don't care. We take it at face value. That's what the Gemara says. Amrle Rav Nachman. Rav Nachman says to Rav Huna, Ganva uh, why are you a thief? So Rashi here points out that it seems to be that he's taking this comment as though it was his own, but really, says the Gemara, it's just Rav Meir's shita. Why are you uh, sitting here taking credit for this line? Such a genius. This was already said in the Tanaim. You're nobody new. The Gemara doesn't even answer this question, but the dialogue continues with Rav Huna saying back to Rav Nachman, how do you hold? How, Rav Nachman, do you hold in this case? If a person is mode bishtar, and then he adds a qualifying comment, how do you hold? So Amar Lay, halfway down, you test Medal, if he says, when somebody walks into Bezdin for a Pesach Halacha, Amrin and Lahu, I say to them, Zilu, Go out and verify. In other words, yes, we accept that secondary comment. Yes, no, maybe I intended, I was an Onez, I was a Katan, all the things we learned about yesterday. As the Gemara, he doesn't embrace this idea of Rav Meir. And he says that if a person does have a claim, he says to them, go verify whether or not your claims are accurate. If a person says about a star, I know what the star looks like. I know it says that I owe $100, but really it's a star amana. He's not neeman. What's a star amana? Rashi says two, two-thirds of the way down. star amana. Lo, lova, klum. He actually didn't borrow anything. It's someone who you have a very good relationship with. It's like an IOU. I'm giving you a star. The star says, uh-huh. I'm giving you a star because I trust you. It says that, uh, that you can get $100 for me, even though you never borrowed it from me. In due time, I'll give you money and that star will count for when that gets that. So that's a star amana. Where the transaction hasn't happened, it's only theoretical. The document is really not yet to be used. So if a person says when it's time they're in Bezdin, somebody says, oh, here's a star. It says that, uh, that Shimon says that uh, Ruven owes him $100. It, it does say that, but it was really written as a star. If after the star was given, now all of a sudden you're saying star amana, that the Gemara says is eno ne'eman. It says the Gemara, amar man, who is the one who, who we're talking about here? Amar if the person who said, said that it's a star amana, that the star is really not in force yet, and I just have it for a rainy day. So then, if it's the love, the borrower, pshita, kol kemine, why would we even believe him? After all, it just looks like he's skirting a responsibility. If I go to Bezdin and they say, Phil, this document has your name on it. It says you owe, you, uh, you, uh, you actually do owe the guy $1,000. I'd be like, Staramana. So like if the Lovev, the borrower says it's the Staramana, so he just looks like he's getting out of that, getting out scot-free. So that's for sure not. Ella, the Ella says the Gemara, Malve. maybe the lender is the one who says it. Well, if the lender is the one who is saying it, and then he's basically uh, saying that he gave out a Staramana, that's beautiful. Bracha. That would be a wonderful thing. So it can't be that either. So says the Gemara, Ella, who is the one who says that saying that something's a Staramana is not believed? The Ka'amre Edim. 
Maybe it was witnesses. Says the Gemara to that, not so simple. If, I'm sorry, if their handwritten is found on another get, so we already know that this writing is on another star. We know that this uh, signature is correct. We certainly would not believe their qualifying comment. We learned this yesterday. Is that if my signature as an aide is found on five other staros, and then all of a sudden I come here, I want to say staramana, that does not work. That does not work. The <laughs> Edain. If it's the case that if it's the case that there is no signature elsewhere, so then there's no reason to assume that uh, that I would be lying, and maybe we should be believed in Milo Mahemne. Then he should be telling the truth. His signature is only uniquely used here, and all should be well and good. So says the Gemara, we don't really know this line that the Gemara says halfway down in the name of Rav Yehuda Marab that Shtar Amana Neman. We don't know who said it. The Gemara presents three answers. And it's each of the three answers that we just rejected. Let's see how the Gemara, the Gemara proceeds. Two-thirds of the way down, Amar Rava, Le'olam, after the simon of Bez Alevshin, Amar Rava, really, Le'olam, Deka Amar Love. Uchadei we really are talking about the Love. Le'olove, the borrower, is the one who says, hey, I don't really... Uh, I don't really have to pay back any money. It's a star amana. What does Rav Huna say? The Gemara we started with today. We don't care about your qualifying comments. The second you say it's your, it's your handwriting, the conversation's over. So therefore, we don't trust you to say that it's a star amana. That's why he's that's why he's rejected. Abaye Amar. Is this right? Yeah. So the the simon, by the way, in the parentheses of Bez Aleph Shin, it's Rava, the Bez from Rava, the Aleph from Abaye, and we'll soon see, soon see the Shin from Ravashi. Uh, that's how the Gemara is saying Bez Aleph Shin. That's how it's Rava, Abaye, and Ravashi, Bez Aleph Shin. So it says the Gemara, answer number two, Abaye Amar, 12 lines, 10 lines from the bottom, Lo'olam da Amar Malve. Really, we're talking about the Malve. We're talking about the person who, in theory, had lent the money. Uchegon, when do we say that he's Ne'eman? When do we say that he's Eino Ne'eman, that we don't believe him to say that it's a Shtaramana? Uchegon shechav la'acherim. That's when he's causing a loss for other people. Uchedir Abnasan. And that is like the opinion of Reb Nassan. What does Reb Nassan say? The Tanya, the Brisa writes, Reb Nassan Omer, Minayin l'nosha b'chavero, mano b'chavero, b'chavero. If I lend you a hundred and you lent your friend a hundred, so if A owes money to B and B owes money to C, let's just circumvent and have A pay C. Perfect. We just we just removed the transaction. How do we know that person A can pay person C? Says the Gemara, Talmud Lomar Asher We give the money to the one who actually is going to be deserving of it. And this is why we need to say Enonaman, that even though the Malva in theory it should be considered a beautiful thing, that a Malva gave out a star and he still called it a star amana. That's beautiful. He's giving out an IOU. But here we're saying that he's Enonaman because we see that there's actually a chov, and that shows us that there's a reason for us to say that case. And the third possible answer, five lines from the bottom, is Ravashi. Ravashi Amar Lo'olam de Ka'amre Edim. Really, the one that Rav Yehuda Marab was talking about when he said that if there's a shtar amana, that it's Eno Naman, that was where the Edim said that it was uh, a shtar amana. Ude'en ksav yadam acher. Their handwriting wasn't found elsewhere. Why are they not believed? Because that's what Rav Yudam Arav says, that in this case, they're not believed. Why? Kidir Rav Kahana. Tamar Rav Kahana. You're not allowed to have this kind of star in your house. It's not an emestik star. 
It's only a theoretical star, and we don't keep those in our homes. That's not considered appropriate. And therefore, when Rabbi Yehuda Amarav said in the middle of Yotesimut Aleph, that if a person claims star Amanahuzah, that he's not believed, we're talking about Edim, Edim whose signatures were never verified elsewhere. And the reason why we're mocked over here is because it's us, according to Rav Kahana, to even have a star Amana in your house. Not only that, on the top of Yotesimut Beis, what can we infer from the statement of Rav Kahana that Edim Sha'amru Amana Hayu Debarenu That the the Edim, if they were to say that this star is really a star Amana, that our, the Edis that we gave is really invalid. So therefore, we learn from Rav Kahana, Rav Sheshes Bereder of Edi is Medayik from Rav Kahana that Ainaman, and that that's the dinner of Yehudamar Rav says. Says the Gemara, my taima. Why, of course, was Rav Shesha saying that that's Asr? That was because of Rav Kahana's reason. There's no way that they would have intentionally signed on a document that was a zero. So we don't create theoretical documents. We don't create halachic IOUs in this particular way. That's not allowed. Amar of Yeshua ben Levi, Yotesimut base four lines down. We're going to go until about four-fifths of the way down at the Tanah Rabbanan, and then we'll stop right there. The Gemara says, Amar of Yeshua ben Levi, Asr lo adam beso. A person is not allowed to hold a, uh, a document that's already been paid. We're afraid he's going to double collect. We don't allow a person to hold on to a shtar paru in his house. Mishum shenemar al tishkon avla, the same exact pasuk that indicates that it's Asr to hold on to that it's uh, us to hold on to this. We're afraid that a person is going to double dip if they hold on to the star. So that's, uh, we do this professionally in the business world. When you give out an invoice, we stamp it with paid. And that way, that's an indicator that we have already taken care of our responsibilities. But if a person has a star that they can keep double dipping, they can keep going back. Oh, so therefore, star parua, once you've, once you've paid it, you need to give it to the person who, uh, to the person who you paid. The Ma'arava in Eretz Yisrael was a little bit different. We're on Yud Testament Beis, eight lines down. The Ma'arava Mishmei de Rav Amre. They said in the name of Rav, Im Aven Biyalcha Harchikeu. If there's something bad in your hands, you should distance yourself from it. What is this referring to? This was the drush in Eretz Yisrael. Zeshtar Amana Vishtar Pasim. Ashtar Amana we learned about is a document that was an IOU type of document. And the Shtar Pasim is, a, the whole thing is a sham. It's just meant to make someone look like they're very wealthy. So if somebody gave me a star that says, Dear Phil, thank you for lending me $12 million. And then someone comes to my house and I have it sitting in a frame under beautiful soft light to make it look like I'm such a Gavra Rabbah. Well, you, you could look around my house and see that I don't have that much money. You can tell, but the star was meant to be star pasim with the Gemara. That's what it looks like. That's not right. We're not allowed to have those kinds of staros. When I was a child, my uh, my father was on Zoom. My father wrote a $1 million check to my brother, Howard. And Howard mm -hmm. kept it in his wallet for a long time. Okay, that's derech tzchuk. And Howard and I joke about it periodically. That's not that's not star pasim. That's everybody knows what's going on. Nobody holds a check for that much. You cash that check as soon as you can, if there's any reasonable chance that it will clear. So the Gemara says that in Eretz Yisrael, it wasn't appropriate. That was the drasha. Star amana and star pasim is not allowed. What does the Pasuk mean when it says, ve'al tishkan balecha avla? Says the Gemara, that Pasuk is a little different. That Pasuk is eshtar parua. So we have three different types of documents that we're talking about. Shtar amana and shtar pasim. And then separately, we have shtar parua. Let's, the shtar amana we know is when a, it was an IOU star. Shtar pasim was a fake charade to indicate that you were wealthy. And shtar parua is a document that you've already paid. And we want to make sure that you're not going to double collect. And the Gemara says, Manda Amar Shtar Parua, according to the one who says, Shtar Parua is problematic, Kol Shekain Shtar Amana, all the more so Shtar Amana. 
I be there, but Paru is a joke. The whole thing of Paru is just a, just the whole thing's a facade. But here, the Staramana actually is a real thing. It actually could have teeth. We just don't allow for it because right now it's not a true document. But if a person says Staramana is not allowed, but maybe they would say that it's permissible to have a Star Paru. They wouldn't be so strict. Sometimes they have to hold on to that star in order to collect enough money to actually pay the sofer. So until he collects enough money to pay the sofer, he's going to hold on to that star. Itmar, a quarter of the way down, your Testament base. Sefer she'eno muga. If you have a sefer that is not yet complete, here we're talking about um, Tanakh, we're talking about a sefer that's missing a parsha. You didn't finish sefer dvarim or parsha's bezos habracha, whatever it is. You can have it in your house for up to 30 days, but no longer. Day 31, that Torah has got to get out of your house. What's the concern there? Someone's going to look in Chomish and it's missing a Pasuk. And that's not right. You're missing one. You're missing a Pasuk. And say for Dvarim, that's a Halachic Pasuk. You're missing any Pasuk at all. All of the Psukim in the Torah really are of equal weight. There's a discussion in the modern day Poskim about whether it's appropriate to stand up when they clap on the bima for the last pasuk or for whatever kriyasa Torah, we stand up for the eser Dibros. So some of the poskim are very opposed to that. There's no difference between vaydaber Hashem and Moshe Lemor and uh, anything else. Doesn't matter. But why? It's all Torah. Every last letter of Torah is Torah. We don't know how to measure. One summer mitzvah, summer not so what. But the text in Chumash, if an aleph is missing from Breshis or if a vav is missing missing from Vaidaber, the Torah is pasul midorai. So it's not even nothing to talk about. So some posts can say that you really should not be standing uniquely for for any particular laning. Most rabbanim, most poskim don't hold that way. Rabbi Robinson and I have spoken about this. Um, I showed him the shita that I had seen, and I don't remember where I saw it at this point. I think it was Rabbi Yashiv who said that way. And Rabbi Yashiv did not stand up for any unique landings at all, or he didn't sit down, whichever, whatever, whatever he did, he did the whole time. He didn't like uh, vacillate, he didn't change. We don't make any distinction. So therefore, if you have a Torah that's missing any Pasuk and Chumash, you're not allowed to have it in your house for more than 30 days. What 30 days? Where, where is that next number from? Um, I'm guessing right now, but we have a similar din by renting a house with a mezuzah. That's probably when Kvius is established. That's just... Uh, I assume like this is the views. I'm just guessing. I didn't I didn't see anything. Let's see if Rashi says it quickly. I don't think so. Yeah, doesn't say. Okay. So uh the Gemara continues two-thirds of the way down. Amar of Nachman, Edim Rav Nachman says that when it comes to Edim who say that really this star is a star amana, this star was just a theoretical IOU. They're not Ne'eman, but Moda'ahayudivarenu. But if the Adim say that when we put together this star, it was a star Moda'a, a star Moda'a, Rashi explains, a star Moda'a is a star where the owner tells the Adim, I'm being forced to sell this item that I don't want to sell. So then the Adim are allowed to write the star, but then they can go back later and say the star was really invalid. So by a Moda'a, where the owner was forced, Hayudivarenu, and we actually don't believe him in that case, and we're going to see a dissenting opinion there. Mar Barabashi, Mar but When it comes to moda, when we know that the owner was forced to sell something, that's not right. Then we allow the adim to sign, but we allow them to recant whatever ages that they gave because it uh, supports the buyer by time. Well, what is the reason for this distinction that Mar Baravashi allows? For the moda to be written down because hi nitan likasev that's a normal star to write a star moda but a star amana a high star amana is low nitan likasev that really should not be written <clears throat> this last little sugya that we're going to learn is a sugya about tanaim is a tanai that's uh, that's an addendum to a ksuba is it to a to a star 
Is it considered part and parcel of the star or is it considered like an addendum? Right? We have this all the time in legal documents. You have your primary contract and then we add an addendum. We keep adding uh, riders. We keep adding things that change the basic. So do we view a tnai as part and parcel of the core text of the star or do we view a tnai as something that's really separate and distinct? It's a good theoretical uh, question to ask. So it says the Gemara as follows. Halfway down, you test some Let's say Adam say that yes, I signed the star, but there was a tnai that was not yet fulfilled. So it says the Gemara, Moda When it comes to a document that's a moda or amana, The reason why those were problematic is because that's the ikr star, the moda is where someone was fundamentally forced to sign a document he didn't want to, or star amana, where there's a character flaw in the document and that no loan has ever been given. So that we understand. Do we want to save a high nami that's nai? That's also ka'akar lishtara, that if it's nai is missing, then be'etzem, something is fundamentally flawed with the star. Odilma, or perhaps tnai milsa achrisihi, or really is the tnai an addendum? It's uh, it's the back page. We just added it in after the fact. Please see the footnotes. But really, it's not part and parcel. It's a lumdisha question to understand a star. Is every tnai part and parcel of the star? Yes or no? So Amar Le. So who's talking here? Rava asked a question to Rav Nachman. Rav Nachman was the Rebbe generation. Rava was the Talmud generation. Rava was fourth century of the Amoraim, and Rav Nachman was third century. Amar Le. Rav Nachman says back to Rava, "Ki asu ladina." When they come into my bezdin, Amrin and Lehu, I say to them, "Zilu kaimu tenaychu bechusu ladina." Wow. What we see over here is he says, "Go fulfill all the conditions of your star, and then we'll have a conversation." Namely, a tnai is an ikr part of the star. Once a tnai is built into a star, we no longer separate it from the fundamental text of the star. There's no difference anymore, and it's all considered to be part and parcel. What if eight omer tnai, the eight omer eno tnai? What if one of the two witnesses says, yes, there was a tnai and it wasn't fulfilled, and the other one says there was no tnai? So that says the Gemara Amara Papa Tarvaihu. Both of them are giving edus about the star, that the star Ba'etzim was excellent. They're just not sure about the Havalachad. And when you only have one of the Edim who are talking about a star, only one of them is talking about a, about a Tanai, excuse me. So if there's only one talking about a Tanai, so therefore the aid who says that really there was a tonight, we don't really care about his edus. His edus is a zero. So if what you're saying is that their edus was good on the star, then even if both of them then agreed, to the tonight, there still should be a problem because they both agreed to the star, but they don't both agree to the tonight. We shouldn't have believed them anyway. Ella says the Gemara, Amrinan, we hold that in regards to a tonight, really they're coming to uproot their edus, even fundamentally of the star, by the tonight as well, that even by the tonight is coming along to saying that it uproots the star. How do we paskin? De Rav Yoshua, that we paskin like the question, the assumed question of Rav Huna Bray de Rav Yoshua, and the Tanai can cause a very, very fundamental problem. We're going to stop right here at Tanu Rabbanan. Mir Sashem, tomorrow I'm going to upload and post at some point during the day. I have no idea when. There is a small chance it won't be till after, but I doubt it. But I will uh, keep you posted throughout the day tomorrow. Wishing you all a beautiful night. You don't want